Welcome to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University, exploring the relationship between education and justice and the transformative power of inclusive education. Hosted by Roosevelt University President Ali Malekzadeh. This academic year, over 3,000 students received a scholarship or grant from Roosevelt University. In this episode, we'll meet three of those students, Lashandra, Ellen, and Vanessa. Today's episode is a recording of a recent donor appreciation event. During the panel discussion, our students looked back on what led them to Roosevelt University shared some of their most fulfilling memories and said thank you to the donors who helped them achieve their goals. I hope you'll enjoy this open and personal conversation. Good afternoon, everyone. Yes, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, Jamar. And welcome to our spring 2021 donor appreciation event. Thank you all for joining us today and for your continued support. I am very grateful for the generosity of our donors. Your gifts help support Roosevelt students in a variety of ways. And over the past year, during this incredible uncertain times, it remains clear that our donors remain committed to our students' success. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, just to give you a sense of what you have done, this academic year, 3,249 students received a Roosevelt Scholarship or Grant. That's nearly 80% of all Roosevelt students. And many of those students would not be able to attend Roosevelt without these awards. Our three student panelists featured today our scholarship recipients, and I look forward to hearing more about their Roosevelt journeys. Secondly, since May 2020, more than 275 students have received $220,000 in additional funding to assist with unexpected pandemic-related hardships. 100% of these one-time awards were donor funded by you. So thanks to your gifts made to the Stronger Tuition Grant, Student Emergency Assistance, and Black Student Equity Funds. We truly could not do this without your support. Now onto our panel. These students have directly benefited from your gifts to Roosevelt. I'd like to introduce our moderator, and Roosevelt's Vice President of Student Affairs and Dean of Students, Jamar Orr. Jamar, thank you for joining us today to moderate University Advancements Spring 2021 Donor Appreciation Event, recognizing Roosevelt's tremendous student and donors. Jamar. Thank you so much, President Ali, and good afternoon, everybody. I'm really, really excited to be here today and to be sharing uh, some information with you about the lives of our students and how donor 
funds really do support the lives of everyday students here on campus. In today's panel, you'll hear from phenomenal student speakers and student leaders who will share a little bit about that. At the end of this discussion, we will allow a time for questions and answers. To submit a question, please use the Q&A function found at the bottom of the screen. Now, I'd like to get started and turn it over to our panelists to introduce themselves. Vanessa, can you get us started? Sure. Hello, everyone. My name is Vanessa Yala. I am a senior at Roosevelt studying psychology with a concentration in mental health. At Roosevelt, I am the chair of the SPEED programming board. I have been a peer mentor for two and a half years in the Academic Success Center. I am a McNair Scholar, and I am part of Alpha Gamma Delta. And previously, I was the president of the Association of Latin American Students for two years. I was an orientation leader for two years and also head orientation leader this past year. Do you go to class during any of that? Classes first, always. <laughs> All right, LaShondra. Hi, um, I'm LaShondra Barnes. I'm a senior as well. I'm a graphic design major, and currently I have an internship, and I'm actually working in the Gage Gallery here at Roosevelt on like a virtual exhibition. Awesome. Thanks so much. Ellen? Hello, my name is Ellen Shambly. I am a first year graduate student at the Chicago College of Performing Arts, where I'm getting a master's in music for vocal performance. I am a part of the student government as a senator, and I am a part of the CCPA's peer mentor program. Additionally, I work as an alumni and donor relations assistant at the school. Excellent. And actually, Ellen, I'm going to be coming to you with our first question. Uh, can you share a little bit about what piqued your interest in Roosevelt University and what actually caused you to apply? Absolutely. So I am from upstate South Carolina and attended undergraduate studies there at Furman University. So during my sophomore year of college, I entered the classical singing competition and was able to travel to Boston for their competition and convention. And at this convention, I got to see Judith Haddon and Mark Creighton, who are two professors of voice at the CCPA. I met them and learned a lot about the university and was able to watch them teach a masterclass. And immediately after watching them teach, I just fell in love with their styles um, of teaching. They were very encouraging towards the students. I was able to watch the students they were working with just make fabulous progress um, in just a short amount of time. So I really loved their energy. And so the school had been on my radar for a few years before I was actually applying. And now I study with Professor Judy Haddon. So I'm very happy here. And I'm very happy to have found the school that way. That's amazing. So in some ways, it was really a full circle moment for you. That's awesome. Uh, LaShondra, very similar question. Can you talk a little bit about what were the deciding factors for you in choosing Roosevelt and what for you set Roosevelt apart? Yes, of course. So for me, I'm actually a former Roosevelt University, or I'm sorry, Robert Morris University student. So I had to transition from Robert Morris to Roosevelt. So that's kind of, you know, I'm a non-traditional student. When I actually left Robert Morris, it was back in 2012. So it's like, I haven't been to school in like eight years. So the transition wasn't, you know, too crazy except for like the online aspect but what kind of prompted me to want to go to Roosevelt and stay was the social justice aspect I'm actually uh, wanting to go to law school so it really was important to me to go and attend a school that really valued the social justice aspect and not just valued it but kind of really advocate for it are vocal about it and really stands by what they believe in so that was 
important for me. And so my experience here has been so just transformative thus far. I love it. I've only been here for a short amount of time, but it really has truly changed me. And I've learned so much just in this one, one and a half semester that I've been here. So Chandra, I'm actually going to start with you and then go to Vanessa, because I think that's a great segue into our next question. In terms of, can you give us three or four words that really define the Roosevelt experience for you? And Lashandra, I want to start with you because as a former Robert Morris student, I have to wonder how that might be a little bit different, but it sounds like we're doing an okay job so far. So can you define for us those three or four words for you that really shape um, and describe the Roosevelt experience? Yes. Okay. So uh, first word would be um, transformative enlightening, a blessing, and a miracle. And here's why. <laughs> here's why. Okay, so like I said, I'm a non-traditional student. I'm a single mother of three kids. I homeschool. I go to school full-time. And so I'm also, I've been through abuse. I'm a domestic violence survivor. So I've been through a lot of situations in my life where I shouldn't even be alive right now. Uh, so the fact that I was able to, after eight years, return to Roosevelt is like truly a miracle and a blessing for me. And not just for me, but for my children as well. And so not just that, but just being able to afford the tuition as well. I haven't had to pay one penny out of pocket. I have not taken out any student loans this year. It's all covered by grants and scholarships. So I am so like just so grateful. I'm trying not to cry because I'm so grateful for just to be here and the um, for the generosity of the donors, because truly like it's going to not just change my life, but it's going to change the legacy for my children, for my family as well. So that's that's my four words, transformative, enlightening, a blessing and a miracle. Wow, is really all I can say after that. And you're exactly the type of student that you know we set up these programs for because we know so many students, um, they have life challenges. They have things outside of academics that could pose different challenges. So we are really, really appreciative of you sharing your story and to hear a little bit about how Roosevelt has been able to support you through that. Uh, Vanessa, would you like to go next? Of course, my four words, I would say supported, connected, conscious, and growth. And um, I say these four because for me, when I came into Roosevelt, I, I'm a first-generation student, so I had no idea what I was doing. I'm the first in my family to go to college. So when I was choosing you know, university to attend, I really wanted to pick one that would be able to support me and advocate me. And that was Roosevelt right off the bat. And you know, I think with the social justice mission, we are constantly being reminded like to be conscious of you know who we are actions and just like everything in in society and for growth i would also say i in high school i was never involved and from my introduction you can see i was i'm very involved now and i don't think i would have had the same chance if i would have gone to a different university just because everyone here you know is really they they really do a lot to support you and try to make those connections so for me i would say supported connected conscious and growth awesome thanks vanessa ellen same question to you i think the words i would choose would be adaptability community, open-mindedness, and opportunity. I say adaptability because, of course, as we know, um, most of Roosevelt is online this semester, and I have still been very impressed with the amount that I've been able to learn. The reason I chose to come to Roosevelt was because of the amazing professors and the student-teacher ratio, and I still feel like our teachers have done a great job of adapting to online learning and utilizing um, 
lots of technology to make us feel connected. And that kind of leads me to my second point, which is community. I do feel like a strong sense of Roosevelt community. The student life here seems very passionate about the school and being involved on campus. And one of the reasons why, which I think is my next answer, is the open-mindedness of the community. It's very inclusive and it challenges us to think about the social justice aspects that we can contribute to. And it's more than just a school, it's learning about our culture and our environment that's going on in the world right now and how we can help to make it better. And the last word that I would use is opportunity. I feel absolutely confident that, of course, as I mentioned earlier, I'm studying to be an opera singer. I'm absolutely confident that the teachers and the curriculum and all the resources that Roosevelt has can help me get to where I'm trying to go. And I'm very appreciative of that. One of the things that I kind of heard emerge as a theme in some ways was uh, this idea that Roosevelt creates environments that help students to be successful, whether that be, you know, in the classroom, outside of the classroom, could be with specific programs or even with particular faculty members that those elements of community tend to kind of grow and support students. So I'm curious, and this one is, is directed in coming your way, Vanessa, can you talk a little bit about what that Roosevelt environment feels like um, and specifically how that environment supports you in achieving your academic um, and maybe even your personal goals as well? Yeah, for me, I think, you know, Roosevelt does a really good job to include all students. And I really feel that since, you know, I walked into Roosevelt my first week of orientation, it was a week long. And there was just faculty, staff, and students that were very inclusive and pushing me to, you know, come join groups and other organizations. And I think because of those students and because of those, you know, faculty and staff members that, you know, really make that extra push to kind of help students grow because they care, you know, that really benefits a lot of students and that has really benefited me. And then on top of that, I just feel like everyone at the university is really helpful and they really want to see students succeed. So even, you know, Jamara, I've gone to you many times and, you know, I've always, you know, we always talk and um, just having those connections and having individuals that are willing to advocate and support students is really important. And I have just, I've seen that all over campus, you know, and again, even with it was CCPA, even though, you know, it's a completely different major than, than you know, with, with anything psych related, you know, I, I still see that a lot of students are supported uh, within their schools, so. So on that note of support, I think that is a, is a great way to segue into the, the reason that we're here talking, right, uh, to really help the people who are listening into this conversation understand how those funds really have supported you um, and students in your day-to-day life. And this one is really a question for each of you. Uh, You can share how Roosevelt has supported you. You can talk about specifically those donor funds, but also other ways that the university may have been able to support you in your journey. Lashandra, would you like to take that one first? Sure. So for me, the programs, the SSS and the MSSS, the Multicultural Support Services, as well as the um, Student Support Services have helped me a lot. They offer mentorship, tutoring. They've reviewed my resume. They've helped me tremendously. 
with just being there. Um, if we have issues, if we need advocating for, they've done that for me. I've had problems with, you know, my scholarship, not making it to the school and they will like get on it. Like they have your back. And I really value those programs, not just, you know, academically, but they also care about your health outside the classroom. They check on you. They will literally call you, you know, check in, make sure you're doing okay. So I think those two programs have really supported me financially as well as in other areas of my life to be able to stay motivated to complete my degree. And so those two programs have really been valuable for me personally. LaShawn, can I ask a follow-up question there? And so in the absence of that, that support and those kind of systems and funds as well, what might your experience have been like without that support? I think it might have been more like isolated, you know, just being at home all the time. I think I might have felt a little bit more like less community. I suppose they've hosted events and workshops and they do so much stuff to where it, it allows it's like a breath of fresh air. It allows you to be able to, you know, see who you go to school with. And so without having that, I kind of would have just been like, OK, <laughs> feel like I'm just literally stuck in a box in my house, you know, going to these online classes and not really knowing and feeling like I'm a part of Roosevelt and a part of the community. So I, I value that experience in those programs because it made me feel a sense of community and it helped me to be able to connect with other students that I go to school with. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. Ellen, can I go to you next on this question? Absolutely. It's been wonderful, all the support from Roosevelt. I almost don't even know where to start. I think first and foremost, the scholarship opportunities that Roosevelt provides is the reason that I'm able to attend today. So I have to just say a thank you from the bottom of my heart to all of the donors who have made studying here possible for me. Additionally, again, as I keep mentioning, I love the staff here, specifically at the CCPA. Um, they've been very supportive. The student-faculty ratio of 10 to 1 has been really helpful to me because I have a personal relationship with my teachers, and that sets Roosevelt apart as a school, but also as a music school because of that close relationship that I have with my private voice teacher, who is more than just a teacher, but also a mentor and a wonderful guide for this journey. But I have felt so much support from the faculty, but also the students and the community. Vanessa? Yeah, so similar to Ellen and LaShondra, you know, one of the main reasons that I also chose Roosevelt was because of the scholarship offer I received. And as a first generation student, I really took that into consideration because if I went to a different university, it would be a financial burden to my family. And I have been able to, you know, you know, thankfully, due to donors, uh, I've been able to pay my tuition and, you know, not really ask them for help. And that was also really important to me because I have a little sister who I know really wants to go to college as well. And making sure that she also has the ability to lean on my parents if needed is very important. And then also for me, so in, in 2019, fall 2019, I was diagnosed with leukemia and I was in my junior year of college here at Roosevelt and I really needed financial support and I really wanted to continue my education. So at that time, it was between, you know, continuing to pay for college or, you know, paying for my medication and for, you know, chemo and, and all that. So I was I was stuck between, you know, like these two decisions, but obviously, you know, 
living I needed to live. So that's when I was told of about the Laker grant fund and I applied to it. And there were many individuals like staff and faculty and even students who would send me the link like, hey, like, did you hear about this? You know, there's this, you know, fund that you can apply for. And if you get it, like you will, you'll receive this aid. And I am very thankful for those students too, for, you know, faculty and staff who just, you know, they, they were always in you know, calling me, texting me, emailing, making sure that I was okay, anything I needed. And also as a peer mentor, I work with a disability service office. So they were able to quickly make an accommodation form for me and, you know, contact all my professors, letting them know like, hey, like this is going on with her and, you know, this, she might need some time and, you know, just being very supportive. And, you know, I felt very advocated for, and to me, that's just one of the many ways that Roosevelt has been able to help me. Wow, I think that was a really, really powerful story that you've shared, Vanessa. And if and if I may, I'd love to share a little bit really quickly about a conversation that you and I had uh, during that that period. And I remember you sharing the news, um, and I had heard about it as a function of my role. And I recall, you know, you being in my office and talking about the Laker Grant specifically and how it would really support you and make a difference for you. And part of what I thought was, hmm how many more students are in similar situations? And part of what I began to wonder is how unique is this story? Because it's so often the case that students, I feel, suffer in silence and don't communicate, don't maybe know the dean of students officer, don't know their resources as well. And they don't then get the opportunity to have access to those services. So I'm wondering for the three of you, can you speak to how unique you feel your situation is or whether or not you feel that it represents the general student here at Roosevelt who generally does need additional support. So I'm wondering if you can speak to from your peers, are you hearing things as well that, hey, this story kind of sounds like mine? LaShondra, can I go to you for that question first? Yeah, I personally, anytime I hear about scholarships, grants and programs, I'm always telling everyone because I feel like there's always someone going through something and you never know what people are going through. So I tell everyone. <laughs> and so I, I know through experience that I'll realize that someone, yeah, they do, they do need the financial support. They do need the help, but they don't say anything and you wouldn't know that they're going through something. So I, I think everyone's going through their own story. Like it, it's, everyone's going through a struggle and going through something. It might not be the same exact thing like me with abuse or her with her health, but it's something that's going to, you know, hinder them in their journey to finishing their degree. So me, I just, I tell everyone <laughs> because I'm so excited that I've been uh, afforded the opportunity. So I just, I tell everyone and when people, I know that there's a need, I, I'm, I'm just an advocate for, advocate for it because I know that everyone's going through something, even if they're not saying something, because even I've gone through suffering through silence, I've made things seem like they're perfectly fine and I'm okay, but I'm not. And so, yeah, I, I know that there's more people who are going through their own struggles as well, definitely. And Ellen, for you on a program like CCPA, I think there's also a perception that all these students are affluent and they don't need additional support. Can you speak specifically to that and what you're hearing from other students who may be um, in CCPA? Is this something that you're hearing like, oh, there's also struggles there or, or no? Um, absolutely. Just to kind of echo the points that have been made earlier, we don't always know exactly what people are going through financially, especially during a crazy time such as COVID. When I was applying to the school, it was during the beginning of COVID of last year. So there was so much uncertainty 
And I was able to share my story with the financial aid office and appeal for more scholarship money. So Roosevelt was especially helpful during like the difficulties that I was experiencing because of the global pandemic. And I'm sure that other people share the same story. But I would also like to just point out some wonderful things that my professors at the CCPA have done. They have been very adamant about informing us of scholarship opportunities, whether that's through Roosevelt or through independent scholarship opportunities. They have made sure that we applied for the Illinois CARES Act money, which I have received additional funding, which has been very helpful to me and others of my friends, as well as external scholarship money that they send out in newsletters to keep us in the loop of how we can stay on top of that. But also the CCPA has like a food pantry at the school and they are very helpful with getting students resources, even in that like way. So that's been very beneficial to a lot of students and many people are really appreciative of that. Thank you. And I appreciate that, Ellen, because I think it is important to talk about all the other resources that are supported through funds as well, like the Career Closet, like the Food Pantry that are also uh, supported by donors. So I appreciate you raising that. And Vanessa, I want to end with, with that question, not end with all the questions, but with this particular line of questioning with you, because I do think you're very, very connected to student life on campus because of all the things that you're a participant in. So I'm curious if you can share what you hear from other students. Yeah, so as an orientation leader, we work with freshman transfer students and we often do hear stories that they need financial support or that, you know, they're they're going through things and, you know, they're just worried about, you know, their college experience as it's, you know, something new that they're embarking on. So I think our orientation leaders do an amazing and phenomenal job at really, you know, advocating for students and sharing, you know, all those resources. These are students who really want to help others. And most of the time it's because they have been helped themselves. And I think also, you know, as a peer mentor, I've been a peer mentor for two and a half years. So I've worked with a variety of students who do come to us and, you know, things happen and, you know, no college experience I feel is, is sometimes smooth sailing there's always something that happens and we do have a lot of students that you know they come to us and say like hey like I'm having this problem and as a peer mentor even though we're there to you know mainly help with organizational skills and all these other things we also we're, we're also their friends so you know we we know a lot about the university and we are able to advocate for these students and really help them when they are in need. You're listening to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University. Thank you all for sharing that. I think that really illuminates a lot about how we as a university try to support um, students. And part of what we're trying to do is really get you to that, that end goal. It doesn't matter that a student enrolls in college. What ultimately matters is that they graduate, right? We want to make sure that all of our students are getting to that finish line. And so that makes me think about you all in particular as students. And um, knowing that some of you are juniors and, and seniors, you're really coming to the end of your time here at Roosevelt. And so I'm curious if you can speak to what's next what comes next for you after Roosevelt and how has Roosevelt helped prepare you for those next steps? I'm going to start with uh, Ellen on this question. Absolutely. I feel like Roosevelt has done a wonderful job of preparing me for my next steps. Again, things are kind of different right now this year, but one of the things that they've done a great job of is being very adaptable, as I mentioned earlier. So last semester, the music department participated 
in a virtual opera. So we recorded in front of green screens and were digitally edited together. So that was a super exciting thing that we've done that's very different. But I think because of everything going on, the music industry will be forever changed. And because we are experiencing that through Roosevelt right now, we are able to learn and adapt with the changing of the music environment, which is really exciting. So I'm very appreciative to that. But again, ultimately, I want to be an opera singer and I'm very confident that the resources and the teachers will help me achieve my goal. And so I'm grateful for them. So Vanessa? Yeah, so I am part of the McNair Scholars Program, and through the program, I have been able to conduct research, and I've conducted two studies so far. In addition to that, we also get help with, you know, the GRE and, you know, paying for the GRE and then also attending conferences so that, you know, this can all be added to our our CV and to our resume. So for me, that's one way that Roosevelt has been able to kind of prepare me for the future. And I started applying to grad schools, actually, for clinical psychology. I applied to both PsyDs, PhD programs, and master programs. And last week, actually, I was offered admission into Roosevelt's clinical psychology doctorate. So I have accepted the offer and I will be coming back to Roosevelt for the next five years. Is that breaking news, Vanessa? Yes, it is. Congratulations. That's awesome. Breaking news. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm very excited to come back. You know, this Roosevelt was my top school and I really wanted to, you know, come back if I could. And of course, I had to apply to other schools in case, you know, I didn't get accepted or something. But I right as soon as I heard, I said, okay, so I'm accepting the admission. It didn't take me too long to make that decision. So, so yeah. So after Roosevelt is Roosevelt. I love it. Right. (laughs) LaShondra? Yes, for me, I'm actually planning on going to graduate school as well and law school. So um, Roosevelt has helped me prepare and actually to graduate school, law school, and then I'm going to own my own business too as well. So how Roosevelt has helped me to prepare is I remember taking like this design entrepreneur workshop. It was like an international workshop. And so we were working with students from Germany, Taiwan, and here in the U.S., And so that was such a very transformative experience that I had. Um, We were able to get like real world experience, learn about owning a business and not just that, but working with diverse groups of people. So I feel like that's going to best prepare me for the business aspect side, as well as the legal side. And then even with a class that I took, I took an immigration class. And then right now I have a science course, which is a lot of reading. It's a lot of writing and then it's a lot of research. So those courses have really best, I feel, prepared me. They have, and especially the immigration class, like that class was so good. Like I learned so much from that and I will always remember that class. And so taking those courses have really taught me a lot. And I feel like prepared me for the next level of my educational journey. I love that. That's awesome. So you feel that Roosevelt has prepared you for law school, (laughs) the start of business and for grad school. Right. Uh, And I think that that is truly part of the Roosevelt magic. Right. We're not a school where there's only one experience that you can get. You can be a student leader. You can be heavily involved in research. You can be involved in all of these things and really get a plethora of experiences. But that's me as an administrator talking, right? So I'm curious if you all can share from your perspective as students, what would you say to prospective students who may be considering Roosevelt and thinking about this as a choice that may make sense for them, but they're not maybe 100% sure? What, What might you say about your experience that will be helpful to those individuals? I can go. 
Well, I would definitely recommend Roosevelt. Uh, once again, like the curriculum, the, the quality of the courses, I think is really, really great. Like I truly learned so much. And out of all my like years in education and being in school, like I've learned the most in this one year being at Roosevelt. And it's truly like changed my perspective. I've gained so much and not just that, but the instructors are so passionate. They're so caring and they build a relationship with you. They care about not just, you know, the academic side, but they care about your health. They'll ask you how you're doing. Is everyone good? Everyone's safe. And so I really like love that, that they see you as a person, like an individual. And that's truly valuable to me. And I know that it will be for other students as well to be seen as a person and that your teachers actually care about you. It's not as intimidating, you know, to approach them with your concerns or questions and that they actually care. And then last, I think like the social justice aspect of the school is like truly amazing to me. I really love that part. And I feel like any student will be, you know, will value being able to go to a university that stands firm on the social justice, especially in today's, you know, you know, situation of what's going on now, being at a school that's very uh, verbal and vocal about what they believe in and that stands firm on that, I think is another good reason why I would recommend Roosevelt to other students as well. Vanessa, would you like to take the next step at it? Yes. For me, I think, you know, sort of similar to LaShondra, I really like the small class size. So I would encourage, you know, prospective students to visit and really you know, look into a classroom and see, you know, how how those classes would work. Because I think for me, that's been one of the best ways that I have really been able to succeed at Roosevelt because I have that one-on-one attention with professors and I'm able to reach them. They know me as a student and I can easily go to them if I need anything. And I remember when I was visiting other universities, I went to a really big one and I stepped into a lecture hall and there was around like 300 students. And I said, oh, my God. And I remember talking to one of the students and they said, oh, like, you know, if you you have deadlines and if you don't meet the deadline, you know, that's, you know, oops. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's crazy. What if something happens? You know, so I think it's really beneficial when you can speak to your professors and, you know, they know you more than just like, you know, a name on, you know, their roster for a class. So I would that's how I would, you know, really advocate for Roosevelt and you know, tell prospective students that this is why they should choose Roosevelt. Great, thanks Vanessa. Ellen? I would agree with so many things that you guys have mentioned. I chose Roosevelt because I didn't want to feel like a number. I wanted to know my teachers and I wanted them to be able to give me recommendations in the future. And I wanted to have like a close personal relationship with them, which I felt was really important, especially the mentor aspect was really important to me. The CCPA in particular challenges me musically as well as academically, which I think is a wonderful combination of the two. I also love Roosevelt because it's got such a culturally diverse community, which is wonderful to be a part of, especially contributing to the social justice aspects. I know the graduate program has done a lot of things to incorporate that into our curriculum. So they really practice what they're preaching here. And I'm very grateful for that. Also, just being in Chicago is so wonderful to be at like an epicenter for arts for me is so amazing, especially like coming from South Carolina. If I wanted to see an opera, I had to drive at least two hours to another state, whether that was North Carolina or Georgia, just to experience the kind of things I want to experience. So also just being in Chicago is such a blessing and also one of the reasons that I love Roosevelt. 
I'm glad you mentioned that because one of our statements that we really believe in is that Chicago is our campus and we use that as an extension of the educational learning experience. And beyond that, it's a great way for students to get connected and to feel a sense of community when they step outside of the university grounds. So I'm curious if you all can speak to a little bit about how Chicago has shaped your experience and specifically about a favorite experience that you may have had at Roosevelt that was in some ways connected to the city or connected to the university in and of itself. So you talk about that, man, because I think that can be really, really helpful to help folks understand, I think, the magic of Roosevelt, students sharing their favorite moment and their favorite experience. So can each of you take a stab at sharing what your favorite experience from Roosevelt may have been, whether it's connected to the city or connected specifically to the university? And who haven't I started with first? Ellen, let's start with you first. As I kind of mentioned, just being so close to a music sphere is so exciting. To be so close to the Lyric Opera is amazing. The art museums are absolutely incredible. And it's just a few blocks away from the school, which is so exciting. Just being surrounded by so much art and culture is absolutely amazing. Some of the things that I've done, as I mentioned earlier, the virtual opera has been a wonderful opportunity. The connections that we have with the filming crew that we worked with is wonderful. And then just connections with the arts community and the vocal community personally within Chicago, knowing that my teachers have those kind of connections and are aware of the programs that are going on is just absolutely wonderful. And it just is so reassuring to be a part of the arts community. And I've thought a lot about where I'm gonna be after Roosevelt. And I just am kind of starting to think that I might start to grow my roots here in Chicago because it's just been such a wonderful experience. Awesome, LaShondra, would you like to go next? Your favorite experience? Uh, my favorite experience would probably be, I think it was the end of fall semester, like before winter break, the student support services actually, they held like this little game night and so um, we got to play games together. We got to like on a Zoom, we were playing games and winning prizes and just really socializing. And so that was like very, a very refreshing experience getting, you know, the opportunity to see other students' faces and laugh and have fun and like no more stress of, you know, like finals and stuff like that. And then it was break. So that was probably the most memorable experience. It was so fun. It was so fun. Love that. Thanks for sharing that with Chandra. Vanessa? For me, I would have to say, so I mentioned I was an orientation leader. So the first time I was an orientation leader was in the summer of 2018. And back then we actually got to live on campus during the summer. So that whole summer I lived downtown and I had I had never lived on campus, uh, so this was very exciting for me. And then also the whole summer in Chicago, it was just amazing. And I live with, you know, other orientation leaders and they are now some of, you know, my, my closest and best friends, you know, I am always with them. Well, not right now because of COVID, but in the past, you know, like, and we still talk all the time. And I think just being able to have that connection and share that experience of living with them and just really getting to know them was amazing and something that, you know, you don't really get a chance to do. And other than that, I feel like I don't really have specific moments because for me, it's about connections and the people I've met. I've met so many people and, you know, getting involved. That's how I've really been able to do that. But I think just having the opportunity to meet a lot of people has been also a really, just a really good memory that I have. 
Thank you all. I really appreciate you all sharing your favorite moments because I think part of what we know is true is that Roosevelt attracts a diverse variety of students to his campus. And although each of you come from different walks of life and each of you have different you know, majors and backgrounds and experiences, um, you all have found a home here at Roosevelt. And you shared a little bit about the things that Roosevelt has done to help support you. Um, and what you've also shared is that a lot of this, this wouldn't be possible without donors. Um, so I'm curious if you can just share and speak directly to the donors and to share, provide any words of thanks that you think might be appropriate. Why don't we start with Vanessa? Sure. I mean, you know, I mentioned that me attending college would not be possible if it wasn't for, you know, the, the scholarships and all the donations. And to me, that means more than I think anyone will ever know, because, you know, just as a first generation student, this is something that I never would have imagined. And then after, you know, going through cancer and, you know, being able to continue my education, that would not have been possible either without donors. And for me now, you know, going into a doctoral program, I really want to give back to the community and specifically Roosevelt. So I think when when we do have individuals who are willing to support students, this creates kind of a domino effect. You know, you have your investing into students who will better their communities. These are students who will become doctors, therapists, teachers. And when you do that, it just it creates so many opportunities for students and, you know, we are very grateful. Lashandra, can I come to you next? Yes. I just want to say thank you. You are appreciated. Like you're not just, when you donate, you're not just donating to like an organization, you're donating to individuals, to people, you know, whose lives like mine have been like literally transformed from attending this university. And I was able to go without acquiring any more debt and without having to pay a, a dime out of pocket. And that's truly meaningful for someone who's a single parent, who's homeschooling full-time, who's, you know, going to school full-time and who really gave up on finishing my bachelor's degree. I literally gave up. But like I said, it's a miracle that I'm here. And it's because of the, you know, your selflessness and your generosity that I'm going to finish and I'm graduating in May, 2021. So I'm so grateful. It's not just affecting me, but my children, because they're able to see that mommy's going to school too. And she did this, you know, and it's, it's not just that as well. Like my mom, my dad, my older brother and sister, none of them have finished their degrees as well. So I, being the baby of the family, will be the first one to get my bachelor degree. So I feel like I'm blazing the trail for my family and extended family to have hope. And it's all because of the donors who you know, gave money that's really going to transform my life and my family's life and many more generations to come. So thank you. I, I truly appreciate you. Well, Alexandra, that's so awesome. And we're really excited for you. And early congratulations. Can't wait to see you walk across that stage. Ellen, let's go to you next. I also want to say thank you so much from the absolute bottom of my heart. Attending school outside of the state of South Carolina would have been almost impossible for me without scholarship. So I'm very appreciative to be not only at Roosevelt, but also in Chicago and a part of this wonderful community. The gift of scholarship is the gift of opportunity. As Lashandra and Vanessa mentioned, the opportunity to pursue our dreams, to go out into the world and pay it forward. And that's definitely, I think, what we're going to do. And so many other of our colleagues at Roosevelt just really appreciate the opportunity for an education because an education is absolutely priceless to us and we really appreciate everything. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that, Ellen. I resonated with what you said uh, and I wrote it down. The gift of scholarship is truly the gift of opportunity. 
Du Bois talks about education being the great equalizer and we really see how education can provide opportunity and access to students from all walks of life and all backgrounds. So I'm extremely grateful uh, for you giving that little bit of uh, information about you all selves because I know how, how vulnerable that can be to talk about that. So I, I'm very, very appreciative that you all have done that. But speaking of opportunity, I want to open it up for the individuals who are joining us to have an opportunity to ask you guys any questions that they may have. Um, and I see a few have come in into the chat, the q and And if there are other questions, please feel free to add them to the q and I'll start uh, reading those off now. So for the first question, it will be great to hear what each panelist enjoys doing in their free time. So could each of you share a little bit about when you're not in school, you're not studying, you're not being super active, uh, what are you doing in your free time? Uh, I can go first. So for me, after my diagnosis, I realized that I didn't try a lot of things. You know, I was kind of not necessarily wasting time, but I just felt like there were so many things that I could do instead of being on my phone. And so after my diagnosis, when I got out of the hospital, I just decided to take on new hobbies, start new things, even if I was totally bad at it. And trust me, there are many things like ice skating. I tried to take you know that on and I fell many times and realized, okay, like maybe this isn't for me, but <laughs> I at least tried it. And I mentioned earlier, I have a little sister and she is 12 years old. So she loves to find DIY videos and all these videos that I don't know where she gets them from. And she's always like, Hey, can we do them together? And I'm like, all right, sure. You know, so every day is something new, either origami doing something outside or trying you know, to ice skate, but <laughs> everything, every day is something new. Hello. So the wonderful thing about music is that it's not only my academic aspirations, it's also my pastime. So I spend so much time listening to music and singing and being a part of different choirs and performances, which is really exciting. Um, So I really love doing that all day, every day. But aside from that, I'm really passionate about health and wellness. So I do a lot of yoga, which I found is very helpful for my singing as well. So that's been a fun adventure. Um, And just working out and doing things like that. One of my favorite spots to run is near the school in front of the lake. So I've been, now that it's getting a little bit warmer, I can start doing that again, which is exciting. Awesome. Lashandra? For me, probably just spending time with my kids and resting. I I tend to like do too much too often (laughs) and not, you know, just, you know, slow down. So for me, like I slow down, I take, you know, rest days. I spend time with my kids. I like to watch movies just and just relax because I'm constantly like on the go. So having those days where I'm just doing nothing and where I don't feel bad about it, that's that's what I do in my free time. (laughs) I rest and I, I play with my kids. I love it. Rest, yoga, jogging by the park, a very active and healthy student body. I love to see it. One other uh, question that we got from the chat is if each of you could talk about how you feel alumni um, might be able to support other students here at Roosevelt. Um, I think one way could be like mentorship. That's something that I'm looking for. I'm looking for a mentor. And I feel like many people can benefit from that being able to learn from people who kind of, you know, have gone down the paths that they're looking towards going down or just who have experienced different things and kind of gleaning from them. So mentorship, I don't know if there's any programs at Roosevelt for that. I believe there is, but if they can offer their time, then that's, that's very valuable. 
there absolutely is a mentorship program here. And hopefully before the end of this session is over, I'll add some information to the chat about the mentorship program so that you can have access to that. Or if any of our alumni uh, may be interested in, in joining as men mentors, that'd be awesome as well. Vanessa. I was actually going to say the same thing as Lashandra. I think a mentorship would be really important. And I think even for, you know, uh, students who, even if, you know, there are individuals who just graduated, I think just kind of sharing, you know, your experience, what it's like after college, or just always making those connections with students to kind of, you know, help them out in any way. I think that's very important. So. So if I'm hearing you correctly, Vanessa, not only formal mentorship, but sometimes that informal conversation and mentorship can also be really supportive and helpful as well. Yes, that's correct. Awesome. Ellen? I absolutely agree. And as a performing artist, I would like to also add that feeling that support from alumni in our performances or what artistic events, I know this is kind of, again, a crazy year for consuming that, but we have like a lot of virtual things and opportunities, and I would love just to feel the support from alumni in that way. Awesome. There's a lot of not questions, but comments in the Q&A. Basically, saying what well, we all know that you all are amazing, phenomenal, wonderful, um, exceptional. I also see a few folks who are saying they would like to, to provide mentorship opportunities. So we'll be sure to connect you all with those individuals who are sharing those pieces. And lastly, I want to say again, thank you to all of you for sharing your stories because it, it doesn't go without saying and understanding that these are actual students who are benefiting from the, the donated funds. And so I just want to say thank you again and for sharing your stories and for really making it personal for us to hear. With that being said, I want to turn it over to Nicole Barron, who is the Vice President of University Advancement and Marketing, who will close this session out. Nicole? Yes. Hello. My uh, video is not turned on for some reason. I, I, My apologies, but gosh, thank you so much for just an incredibly inspiring conversation this afternoon. Thank you, Jamar, for moderating and to Vanessa and Lissandra, uh, congratulations on your, in advance of your upcoming graduation. We are proud of you. Vanessa, congratulations on being accepted to our PsyD program. We're proud and uh, grateful that you've accepted and will be staying on with us. Lissandra, good luck to you in graduate school, law school, and please reach out to us as you get ready to start your business because we will be happy to connect you with other alumni and resources through our offices. And Ellen, we will be seeing you on the stage in opera. We can't wait. As you look to grow your roots and establish in Chicago, we'll be here for you as well. So thank you to all of our attendees, to our donors who make an education possible for students at Roosevelt. And I think Alan said it best, right? Where the gift of scholarship is the gift of opportunity. And that certainly rings true. So thank you, thank you to all of our donors for making a Roosevelt education possible. So everyone enjoy the rest of your afternoon. And again, thank you, Ellen, Vanessa, and Lissandra. We're very proud of you. Absolutely. Thank you all. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Bye. And Justice for All is produced by Roosevelt University and is available at roosevelt.edu or anywhere you get your podcasts.
The music for And Justice for All is written and produced by Jesse Case. Thanks for listening.